Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Praise the Lord, everyone. It is so good to be in his house today, expecting God to move greatly more than he already has. What a message today. I got a hard job to go behind Brother Osborne and Brother Boyd singing. That's a tall order for me today. But I feel good in the Holy Ghost. You feel good in the Holy Ghost? Expecting God to do great things before we walk out of this place. I believe we have seen deliverance already, and I believe God is going to do a mighty work today. Let's all stand if we can. I did not give her anything to go by, so hopefully we're going to do it the old-time way, and you bring your Bibles. Romans 8 and 19. I uh, got a lot of stuff up here. You can ask my wife. I'm usually the one that packs the most when we go on a trip. So uh, we're not going on a trip here today, but praise the Lord. Thank God. We're going to start with verse 19, and we're going to go to 24 and 26. We're going to skip the after 20. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth. For the manifestation of the sons of God. Verse 24 says, For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For a man seeth, why doeth he hope yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do with patience, for wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for itself, for us, with groaning which cannot be uttered. I want to preach this morning. You want to help me preach this morning? Praise the Lord. Let's, I want to speak to you about expectation of the manifestation. Expectation of the manifestation. I, I wonder if you put your Bibles down. And you grab your neighbor and begin to pray. Let's pray for faith in this house. I believe God's going to do a mighty work before we leave in this place. Lord Jesus, we love you. We praise you, Lord. We thank you, God, for your mercy and your grace, Lord. We believe, God. Right now, I speak peace, Lord, and faith, Lord, in this house, God. We come with an expectancy, God, to see you move, God. We're believing, Lord, right now that the very gates of hell 
will shake, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for the healing virtue, Lord, that we feel in this place, God. I thank you, Lord, for the faith that we feel in this house, God. I ask, God, that walls be beat brought down today, Lord. I ask, God, that peace will be spoken to the minds, Lord. Those that are sick will leave here well, God. In the name of Jesus, I thank you. I praise you in advance, Lord. I praise you in advance, and I thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I worship you, Lord. I worship you, Lord Jesus. If you feel him in this house, how about lifting your hands and begin to thank him for the power that you feel. Begin to thank him for the peace that you feel in this house. Lord, we love you, we praise you. We thank you, Lord Jesus. You are mighty God. You are mighty God. You are mighty. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm expecting God to do something. I'm expecting God to do something. You can be seated. Our talk is affected by what we are. Our emotions are governed by the limited understanding. Our spirits cry out to good, out to a sincere desire to know him. The level that we know him, understand him, experience him, come from the level of expectation we have in him. If you wanted to see the blind eyes open, you must have the expectation that the blind eye is going to open. If you want to see the cancer healed, you got to believe that the cancer will be healed. If you want to see the drug addict delivered, this morning you have to believe that the expectation is in Jesus. If you want to see depression flee, you must expect that it is going to leave by Jesus. Philip's Philip one and, uh, Philippians 1 and 20 says this, according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness and always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be in life or by death, for me to live in Christ and to die is gain. Paul said this, my expectation and my hope will be found in Christ Jesus. I might live or I might die. But when it's all said and done, I have found my hope in him. In the scripture text, Paul was telling the church at Rome, if you can see it, then it's not hope. Hope is seeing things as they all can be. Hope is seeing things as they should be. Hope is seeing things as expectation that the power of God has made its way. That the power of God has made his way. Now, if, y'all, I, if you've heard this story before, I'm sorry. I'm going to go ahead and say it again. When as a young child, we was talking about age this morning, brother <laughs> Justin and I, and I had Brother Boyd confirm that I could pretty much remember anything. <laughs> but I remember at the age of four, this, not, this does not come from stories I remember this because my dad don't tell this story much. But as a young child, I remember us pulling into a duplex center that, where we had lived at. And the lights were on. And my dad had come rushing down, him being a preacher. The mother come running up to him and said, my daughter's drowned and my daughter's drowned. And they were putting her in and they, when they had put her in, they had shut the lights off. 
Brother, what's it mean when they shut the lights off? That's right. I remember my father walking in there and beginning to pray. And I remember, I remember the lights coming back on. It's because when he stepped into those doors, he expected God was going to touch that child. He expected God was going to move in a powerful way. We are not going to go into another level until we start expecting for God to move in our lives, for God to move in our hearts and move to a greater level in him. Blind Bartimaeus, in Mark, the 10th chapter, and he said when he had heard it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Immediately, his level of expectation was heightened. He knew that Jesus could heal him. So he had to get to Jesus. And many charged him and, and that he should not hold his peace, but he cried the more, O great deal, thou son of David, have mercy on me. We come to a block sometimes, we expect God to do something right off the bat. And somebody, we, we just kind of get held back a little bit and we just quit. But the desire was great. He had to repeat himself. If you have a need today, you may have to repeat yourself until you get what God has in store for you. That level was so high that nobody could keep him quiet. Nobody could keep him down. Blind Bart Bartimaeus knew that he was going to miss his chance if he didn't start acting on his expectation. Out of expectation, he casted away his garment that he had worn all his life and marked him as a beggar. I've preached about this before, but there was many marks that he had been through. He had things all over him that held him back, that was wrapped into what he had. Today, if you have things on you, you need to get it off. You need to shuck them off and let God do what he needs to do in you. We're holding things back in our lives that keep holding us, and we just need to let go and cast these garments off. In the upper room, Acts 2 and 1 says this, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came down from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house when you expect something, it gets filled. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each one of them. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. From their expectation, there was another expectation it was like wildfire. Acts 12 and 14 says this, but Peter standing up with the 11 lifted up his voice and said unto them, ye men of Judea 
and all that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. For this are not drunken as ye suppose. See, it is the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. If you're in this place wondering what's going on, why ain't you received it yet? It's because you're not answered the promise yet. He said he would promise it and he would give it. He's going to give it to you. Hallelujah. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servant and on my handmaids I will pour out in those days of my spirit and they shall prophesy. Peter received the Holy Ghost after sitting in expectation from the words of Jesus. Now he is doing what Jesus did. He is preaching the kingdom things to men who did not have the same understanding and expectation that he did. It is, it's amazing how the spirit is working. The level of expectation being to, be, begins to grow. The spirit working in the church, to more, the, the more we expect. Souls are being saved out of expectation. For the promise is unto you. And to all your children I'll fall off. Even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And when many other words did that he testify and exhort saying, save yourself from this untoward generation. Then they gladly received the word, were baptized, and the same day they were added unto them thousands, 3,000 souls. Out of pre Peter preaching about Jesus. There was a level of expectation. 3,000 to be added to 120 that was in the upper room. We are not to accept that has, what's happened has going to keep, it is what it is. Deliverance from any situation, disease, any bad circumstance is using experience after you have an experience of dissatisfaction. When are we going to get tired of depression? When are we going to get tired of sin? When are we going to get tired of being sick? When are we going to be tired of the devil's lies? When are we going to be tired of the th things being the same day after day? It's, for us. it's time for us to get a life. It's time for us to get a life. Jesus is prosperous. Jesus is life. Jesus is hope. Jesus is love. Jesus is peace. And if you want him to move in your life, you have to change your level of expectation. Some of us are living in the same level that we have for years. We, have been, we haven't grown. We are where we are. It's time for you to be the one that shouts. 
Not the man next to you. Not the lady next to you. It's time for you to be the one that shouts. It's time for you to be the one that dance. Sister Cox, I love to hear her say this. Ain't nobody going to outshout me there. Ain't nobody going to outshout me at church. It's time for us to have a different, just a different mentality. The Lord is coming soon. You might as well start practicing your shouting shoes. It's time for us to be the one that travails in the spirit. Not on Sunday, but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We get so caught up on waiting, waiting, that we miss the supernatural. There's some of you that are going through troubles in here and you cry and you haven't changed the expectation. You're still sitting exactly where you was five, ten years ago. It's time that we stop coming to church with a thought of, I hope we have good church. That spiritual, listen to this, that spiritual welfare. You're expecting the choir to rock. You're expecting this brother and sister boy to just come up here and sing and just be the ones that bring it down. <laughs> you need to make it good church. You need to make a good church. Don't sit down on me if you're going to go home and complain about everybody else not worshiping today. You be the one that makes a good church. I may be the one that needs you to worship for me today. Brother Tim, come here. I may need to be the one that needs to be led and somebody grab their hand and maybe shout a little bit. This is a big old boy. But I may be the one that needs to... I may need him to just kind of drag me up a little bit. Come on, pull this big boy and, and, and lead the way for me. You need to be the one that makes a good church. You need to be the one that makes a good church. I walked Brother Polk this morning with a hurt leg. And the first thing he did is he came up here and prayed with this, this brother right here seeking the Holy Ghost. He ain't gonna let no hurt leg stop him from seeing someone saved. He's gonna make a good church. We wanna have good church. We wanna have good church this morning. Every service. See, we can settle for the crumb mentality. I'm not going to read the verses, but in Matthew 15, 26, it talks about the lady that was seeking a blessing for her daughter. And she, she tells him, I am not. I'm not. You're going to bless me. She did not settle for the crumbs. She expected for him to do 
what he is. He says, great is thy expectation. She was willing to do whatever it took to give because she knew that the crumbs off what he had, could give was more than she had. You may be here today and need healing in your body. He offers more than crumbs. You may need, be here today and need the Holy Ghost. He offers more than crumbs. He don't want you in that just small, shallow, emotional, spirit felt. He wants you full of the Holy Ghost. He wants it down in you. You may be here trapped in addiction. He offers more than crumbs for that. You may be here today and you may not feel any hope, but I promise you, he is your hope today. Can we all stand? The Bible says that Jacob wrestled with the angel. For him, the ahead, the ahead was unknown. Behind him was the past. Jacob was consumed, consumed. Jacob was consumed. Once you get consumed, expectation comes very easy because you know who he is and what he does. Jacob was holding on to the angel with expectation. He wasn't letting him go. He says, go until he's blessed him, until he's touched him, until he's transformed his life. I wonder if there's anybody in here today that needs a transformation in your life. You're tired of the mundane life from day to day going through what you're going through? All your troubles are not going to pass over. But we are fighting things that we sh shouldn't be fighting anymore that we've been fighting for years. I wonder if there's anybody here today that wants to be transformed. Any hands raised? Any hands raised? I wonder if we can begin to pray. Lord Jesus, we love you, Lord. Lord God, right now. God, I feel you in this place, Lord. I feel you in this place. If you need deliverance in the house, if you are by someone that needs deliverance, I wonder if you just kind of put your hand in their hand and begin to pray. And if you feel compelled and they're okay with it, I want you to come forth and start begin to pray with them. If you have a sickness in your body, 
If you have a sickness in your body this morning, I wonder if you come forth and we want to pray for you. If you are bound, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we love you. Come on, church, let's be a good church. Let's come forward, let's begin to pray. Come on, church, let's be a good church. Lord, we love you. Let's respond to this word. Lord, we love you, we praise you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.